Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, I'm Lauren McGoodwin, founder and CEO of Career Contessa, the largest online career resource built inclusively for women. I also have the privilege of hosting our new podcast, The Females. We're here to help with real talk career advice from CEOs, authors, creatives, and other experts to give you real strategies for building a successful career all on your own terms. Each episode of The Females is sure to not only inspire, but also to motivate you to take action and move your career forward. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for new episodes and follow along on careercontessa.com. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. If you follow me on Instagram, you should know by now that Sunny's sleep has seriously regressed. We have since got it under control, but that is only due to our favorite sleep expert, Alana McGinn. I know I have stressed this before, but you guys, whatever Alana tells us to do, we do. And then Sunny sleeps like a pro. It is like crazy how scientific it is. He had a really bad sleep regression with the time change about a month ago. And he still sometimes wakes up in the middle of the night and we just haven't really known what to do because now he's talking and it's harder for us to leave him alone. And he's doing so much negotiation and delaying in bedtime. So we really just needed to streamline the whole thing. Plus he was taking a two hour nap, sometimes two and a half hours. If Timmy and I were really letting him go for it and needed our time alone. And that was really cutting into his night's sleep. So we go through our whole routine. If any of you guys have toddlers who are having issues with sleep right now, definitely listen to this because it's not just specific to Sunny. It's very general guidelines for how to get your toddler to sleep 12 hours a night. We talk about the importance of not negotiating with toddlers, parents being on the same page and more. Timmy and I do this episode together and it's hard because he's always been sort of the disciplinarian and I'm the one that lets things go and it hasn't really been working for us. So we have since done everything that she told us to do in this episode and now he is sleeping from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. Alana is a certified sleep consultant who founded Good Night Sleep Site in 2007. It has grown into a leading source of sleep information and support for families across North America and around the world. She also hosts the top rated This Girl Loves Sleep podcast and is the author of This Baby Loves Sleep. You guys should check her out on Instagram at GN Sleep Site. That's at G-N-S-L-E-E-P-S-I-T-E. DM her any questions. Enjoy this episode. I hope this can help all of you guys struggling to find some sleep right now. 
How are you guys doing? We're good. I actually just kind of woke Timmy up because he's been the one that's been waking up with Sunny. So he does like the early morning shift and lets me sleep. And then I get him ready for school and take him to school. And he's been able to go back to sleep. So we really need you. (laughs) His routine basically starts at six o'clock. It's supposed to start six o'clock. We want to have dinner on the table for him. And, and him eat from 6 until 6.30. He's a little over 3, and he, he knows. He knows that dinner is the beginning of bedtime, and so he will delay his dinner. He'll pretend he doesn't like it. He'll get up from the table and run around. He'll, he'll, he'll delay dinner until we say, okay, it's bath time, because uh, bath time is at 6.30. And so... At 6.25, if he hasn't eaten his dinner, I'm like, I'm going to turn on the bath. And I, and that, and like, I'll go turn on the bath and he'll realize that like the clock is ticking and he'll maybe like sit down and eat some food. We get him in the bath, get him out of the bath. Around seven, we'll start the bedtime process. So he gets like all his creams and then he gets in his PJs and then we read one book. We'll go to the bathroom and brush his teeth. And then after that, we read two more books. And for the last book, we try and put on his sleep sack. And then when the last book is done, we turn the lights down low and we put on Claire de Lune, which is like his goodnight song. And we try and get him to like sit in the chair with one of us for the song, the version that we're using right now lasts for five minutes and sit with it dark and quiet for five minutes. But he likes to now lie on the floor for a while. He's, and then we pick him up and we, we put him in the chair and we say, who do you want to sit with, mommy or daddy? It's just mommy and Ophelia and daddy, we're going to leave like because it's too distracting. You guys sit and be quiet. Then we put him down. It used to be that we would put him down and right away he would start crying for us. But we've let him go enough times, like not, he knows. So now he goes down and he goes down. And then recently he's been waking up and it's either been like about four hours after we put him to sleep or this morning it was at uh, 5 a.m. I haven't even been waiting for him to put himself back to sleep because I can see saying he has to pee and he's still in a crib and he's still in a sleep sack. So I can't, my, my strategy this morning was to go in there as quickly as possible, get him out of bed out of the sleep sack put him on the toilet and then like try and get him right back in so like he didn't lose any of that sleepiness but he he went to the bathroom and then he wanted to lay on the ground for a while and then he wanted to sit in the chair for a while and then we sat in the chair and he's like wide awake like yeah like at that point it's hard yeah Yeah. I'll put him down and today it was okay he like let me leave the room without crying this morning I, I popped up got him at 6 30 and I knew he was awake and I I I put him in the cat on the couch and I put some TV on for him. We used to put the TV on for him like right away. And we know that like rewarding him with TV and food when he doesn't need it isn't good. But I thought since it was it was 630 this morning, Wit wasn't ready to get up. I wasn't ready. I wasn't going to negotiate with him. And now word from our sponsor. Press seltzer so freaking delicious and they have such unique flavors. They can be purchased in individual packs as well as a variety pack. So their four flagship flavors are blackberry hibiscus, pomegranate ginger, lime lemongrass, and grapefruit cardamom. 
And then they have their seasonal fan favorites, which include apple cinnamon, pear chamomile, pineapple basil, lingonberry elderflower, and my personal favorite flavor, blood orange chili, because it has that refreshing citrus taste with a little bit of spice. It's just so delish and sparkling. I mean, I love anything sparkling. Like I always prefer sparkling water. And this is just super crisp and super refreshing. Also, did you guys know that women are underserved in the alcohol industry? Well, Press offers something other than beer and wine, and they use all natural ingredients. It's super low-cal, low-carb, low-sugar, and gluten-removed. It's also the only woman-owned seltzer among the top seltzer brands. Let's support our fellow women business owners, you guys. The founder, Amy, developed the first press flavors in her kitchen, brewing up sophisticated flavor combinations inspired by her global culinary explorations. She had three no-compromise goals. First, the seltzer had to be delicious. Second, the flavor profiles had to be sophisticated. And finally, for fans committed to responsible sipping, it had to be low ABV. So when she brought Pest to the market, the hard seltzer category was non-existent. Naysayers only fueled Amy's determination to market her premium seltzer. To enjoy this delishing beverage, Press Seltzer, just go to enjoypress.com. That's E-N-J-O-Y-P-R-E-S-S.com. And if you're local to the Los Angeles area, visit your nearest Costco, Target, or BevMo retailer, or go to enjoypress.com. And now back to our chat. We just want to talk about his nap time because we think that yes, that, I was ask you yeah, that. that is playing a part in it too. So originally we had his nap from one to three. Sometimes if we are being lazy, we let him sleep till 3.30. I know that you told us he should not be sleeping until 3.30. I completely remember that yeah. with my kids. I did that too. Yeah, I get it. You really can't have him going to sleep past three. And I get why you're doing that. But let's not make that. I would even like cap it at 2.30 if you can. And I know that's only an hour, but at his age, he really doesn't need more than that. Naps tend to drop anywhere between three to five years of age. So the fact that he's already over three, we can cap it. And if we're talking about like dinner time and bedtime, because he's kind of playing the game where he knows, you know, if he delays it out, he doesn't want to eat. I'll be honest, Tim, I kind of side with you, right? This is the meal I'm cooking. This is what we're eating. Like, and Whitney, I get where you're coming from because you don't want him to start, but it'll, it'll happen once. Do you know what I mean? Where one night, maybe he won't eat. And yeah, maybe he will be hungry at three o'clock in the morning, but he's going to understand that's because I didn't have my dinner. So the next night he's going to start eating. So that might have to play into it a little bit. But if you sit down for dinner, I think you said you sit down at six. Yeah, we try to. Yeah. So if you sit down for six and he's kind of playing the game of he knows that's going to happen at 630. So so why not move that up a little bit? And I know that might be a shift for you guys just with your day to day, but maybe start dinner just until he gets better with things start dinner at 530 so that you can have that extra time. And so that if he starts playing that game, this isn't me saying move bedtime earlier. That's not what I'm saying, but just to give you guys more time where you're not feeling so rushed. So if we can move dinner to maybe 530, I'm not going to, I'm not going to recommend what you guys do in terms of what he eats. If you want to keep, you know, if you want to stand firm and this is what you're eating, what you're eating, if you want to do that, do that. If you're like, no, I want him to eat something. So I'll make him whatever he wants. Do that. That's a, that's up to you guys. But move dinner to 5.30. Move bath time to maybe 6.15. So a little bit earlier, okay? 
I still don't think that you should kind of let him though dictate on what he eats and when he eats. So you, at some point you need to, when you start the bath, that means the plate is removed. So it's not so, cause now his trigger is if you start the bath, he knows, okay, now's the time I got to eat, right? Because here's a bath running. So now it has to be like the moment I start the bath, dinner's over, kitchen's closed. So again, it might mean one night he's not eating and it might mean that maybe he does wake up five o'clock in the morning hungry, but he's going to start to understand. I think you guys said something like, oh, when you said you put him in the crib before he was crying, but now he knows that we don't go to him. So he stops crying. Like he realized because you guys kept doing it. You were consistent with it. When they put me down, I have to go down. If I cry, they're not going to come in my room, right? Like this is bedtime. So the more you do things one way, the more he's going to realize I have to eat my dinner because if I don't eat my dinner, when that bath starts, they take my plate away, kitchen's closed. I don't want to be hungry at three o'clock in the morning, so I'll eat now. So it might be a couple of nights of you guys doing that, but he's not going to starve himself. He's going to eat at some point, okay? I I know there's that concern there, and I hate telling a parent to starve their child, but it's going to be quick. Like He's going to realize it pretty soon. So that would be my recommendation for dinner. Now, the reason why I say start bath time at 6.15 is because this now will give you guys a little bit more time to have a more, I think you guys need to simplify that bedtime routine a little bit. First, I think there's too many people, like all three of you don't need to be in the room. And I know you all want to be involved because you love them and you want that time. I totally get it, but it's probably too much stimulation for him however you want to do it. Maybe it's just two of you. Maybe one night Tim does it. Maybe one night you do it. Like what, however you guys want to do it. Maybe one night Ophelia does it. Like however you guys want to create it, but he can't dictate over who does it because then he's going to start playing that green. He's going to say, no, daddy, I want it to be you. Then you're going to do 10 minutes and oh, okay, no, now I want it to be mommy. So you need, you need to kind of take that control back. You can give him the choice. For instance, with the book reading, he has one book, then I think you said you did like potty time and things like that. And then there's another two books. So let's simplify that a little bit. Let's do maybe just two books in the beginning and then potty time and then bedtime. Or how you were saying you want to still have that play time with them and that cuddle time with them. So maybe you just do the one book and then that gives you enough time to still have that play time, but then it's not three books and play time. Does that make sense? So I think it's kind of up to you guys to sit down and just really simplify that bedtime routine, but be really consistent with how you're doing it and the follow through of it. And if he doesn't want to cooperate, then that activity is done and it's time to go to bed. Like he doesn't get to say, I don't want to do this right now. Let me do this first and then I'll do that. If he doesn't want to do that now, then he doesn't get to do that. And now word from our sponsor. The holiday season is coming super fast. And for me, I know that can mean super late nights, binging on rich foods and one too many drinks. While that's fun and you should definitely treat yourself, you should also treat you and your loved ones to the gift of radiant health and prepare your body for the indulgences to come with Saqqara. I know you want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's super hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. I know that from personal experience, it is super hard for me to take care of myself and feed myself. With Saqqara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. If you didn't already know, Saqqara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. They have a menu of ready-to-eat chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners that change weekly so you'll never get bored. And it's delivered fresh anywhere in the U.S. 
You can restore digestive harmony, regulate cravings, shed excess weight, and get a holiday-worthy glow just in time for the season. Also, along with the meal delivery programs, they have cult favorite wellness products like their best-selling metabolism super powder and nutrient-rich supplements, including a prenatal vitamin. They also have delicious teas, which I love. For a limited time, Sakara is granting you early access to their only sale of the year with 25% site-wide with code WITHWITEARLYACCESS. That's 25% off your entire order when you go to Sakara.com and enter code WITHWITEARLYACCESS at checkout. Enter code WITHWITEARLYACCESS at checkout for 25% off your entire order. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com. And now back to our conversation. Yeah, in his room, like, it's like, oh, Sonny, if you're not going to pay attention to this book, it's bedtime. And so anytime he's not doing what we want, we're like, oh, okay, it's bedtime. Like, and we'll close up the book and we'll be like, okay, like, I'm going to pick you up to put you in bed. And he's like, no, 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 okay, now I'll pay attention. So like. Okay, but he doesn't get, so that's where the deal and the negotiation, right? It's always like never negotiate with a toddler or a terrorist. Like that's where it's coming into play where he's like, okay, 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 fine. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then you guys give in. So he knows, like he, he recognizes that he gets it right. So now it's like, nope, sorry. You didn't want to do it. It's bedtime. And you just do that once with him, maybe twice. Um, and he's going to soon pick up. Okay. They mean business now. You weren't paying attention and we said it now it's bedtime. And we like pick him up and put him in the bed and walk out and turn the lights off. He's going to, he's going to scream his head off. All He's night. gonna scream his right. head off. Okay, so that totally. because he didn't get his way. Just I need Whitney to hear it from you. Like in order for for us to get back on this track, like he is yeah. going to have a night or two yeah. of screaming his head off. And like I'm sorry to keep throwing you and Ophelia okay. under the bus, okay. but like I'm on that page and I'm sitting there being like, "This is what we're gonna have to do." And you guys are looking at me like I'm a monster. And like I, I'm not thinking that I'm I I'm, I'm I know you're not thinking I'm a monster, but you guys have to be on the same page. Yeah. 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 You guys have to be on the same page. The three of us are not on the same page. Yeah. And to be honest, at this age, it's the most important. I mean, obviously, even when we worked together when he was a baby, you guys had to be on the same page. But now as a toddler, because it's guys, it's so easy. And like, I don't want to say any of this to to make you guys feel bad or you feel bad, Whitney. But like, it's so common. I mean, we see it happen. It's so easy for them to suddenly gain control of what's going on. Like, they're cute. We love them. We just want to make them happy. We don't want to do anything to ruin anything. So we're just going to like give, 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 give. And they're like, he's like, yeah, I got this. Like, just know that if you're, you know, if you're saying no and you're, you're not giving him that second, third, fourth, fifth chance that you guys are giving him now and you're putting him in the crib and he's screaming, that's because he just, he didn't get his way. Like, that's all it is. So, you know, you can make the changes. The changes are going to, his reaction to the changes might not be what you want, but they're going to be short lived. It's not going to keep going. So I think it's just, I think the most important thing is just to simplify that bedtime routine, gain control back of that bedtime routine. I think that's the biggest issue for sure. Did you guys do the the pull-ups? We didn't end up doing that, but we're open to it. We're definitely open to it. If you think that that will, then we don't have to go in there in the morning. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. There's two ways you can do it. One is you can just do the pull-ups. And like I said in my email to you, like, don't feel for anyone listening who's going through night training right now. There's no pressure to night train. Night train can sometimes just take longer. Like it's so common for the days to be great and no accidents, but then there's still to be accidents at night or in that early morning. Like it's such a developmentally wise, their bladder just doesn't develop as much or as quickly, especially with boys, actually boys is more common throughout the night. So there's no pressure to night train. So 
if you don't, if you want to, if you don't mind kind of taking that step back at night and doing the pull-ups, I do recommend it because that's the easiest route to take. Another way that you can do it, but I feel like the pull-ups might be your safest bet right now because again, we're dealing so much with kind of the control struggle between you and Sunny. You can do what you're doing now, getting them up and get, putting them to the potty, but then there's no negotiation. There's no, okay, fine, we'll sit in the chair for a little bit, but then you have to go to bed and like shake on it. Like, I know it's cute and I know you want to do it, but you're just, he's just getting his way at the end of the day, right? So what you can do is, okay, fine, he's screaming at 5 a.m. that he has to go pee. I always feel horrible telling this to a parent, but there's like no interaction. You're literally picking him up, you're putting him on the, you can say like, hi, Sunny, but you're picking him up, you're putting him on the toilet, you're letting him do what he has to do back in his crib and you're leaving the room. Like that, it's business, that's it, you know? And, and tell him that, like talk to him, just say, okay, if you're gonna get up to go pee, mommy or daddy will come and help you, but then it's right back to bed. So that when you're doing it, he's understanding what's happening, but then there's no playing, reading, hanging out for five minutes. Like it's none of that, it's business. It's okay, you went pee? Just like when mommy and daddy have to get up in the middle of the night and go pee, we don't, you know, turn on the TV and talk to each other. We get up, we go pee and we go back to bed. Like that's just what people do. So he needs to understand that's the process. Or you can go to the pull-ups and then wait until you're seeing more drier nights and that's not an issue because he probably does have to pee at 5 a.m. Cause as we all do, we've, we've gone all night without going to the bathroom, but it could also be a behavioral thing where he knows he's going to get your attention at 5 a.m. and using the excuse to pee is, is working. And yeah, of course he's going to pee when you're sitting in him on the toilet because he hasn't peed all night. Do you know what I mean? So it's not to say he can't still hold it for another hour, if that makes sense. For his age group, his age range, I mean, an, an average waking is anywhere between 6 and 7 a.m. So if he's getting up at 6.30, you know, that's, I know it's early for us. I get that. He might not be able to fall back asleep until seven or seven thirty, but he can hang out. And to be honest, guys, this is the time where you want to do this because in a few months he's going to be in a bed and we don't want him now to start coming out of his room at six thirty. So he needs to learn that. Sure. You can get up at six thirty. You can look out the window and see the sun's up. You can see your toddler clock. It's not set to go. Like it's not going off yet that we're going to come get you. If you don't want to go back to sleep, you can hang out in your crib and do whatever, you know, you can put in at his age, you can put in some books and some things. So he has something to, but we're not coming until the clock changes. 7.30 might be pushing it a little bit. Like he might not be able to stay until 7.30. So you might have to kind of cap it at seven and that's when we'll come in and get you. But you want him to understand that now so that when he's in a bed, he's still practicing that where he's not going to come out of his room at 6.30 because now he's up right? So this is the time where you really want to set those boundaries and limitations and be really consistent. And, and I don't want to use the word strict, but firm with them. And now word from our sponsor. I did an episode with the founder of Peanut and she is so amazing. Peanut is an app you guys need to know about. All you moms out there, if you're having a hard time meeting other like-minded moms or moms-to-be, Peanut is such a great resource for you. It provides a safe space for mothers, expectant mothers, and those trying to conceive to build friendships, ask questions, and find support. When I was pregnant, I wish that I would have had something like this as an outlet so that I could have felt a little bit more supported. So you guys should check this out. You basically get introduced to women nearby who are at a similar stage in life. They provide access to a community of women who are there to listen, share information, and offer valuable advice. Whether it's understanding IVF, adoption, pregnancy, first years, or nursery and beyond, Peanut is a place to connect with women like you. 
I know for me, I really struggled at the beginning feeling very alone with breastfeeding, not understanding why it was so hard for me and wondering why no one had told me about it. And I feel like had I had something like peanut, it wouldn't have been such an isolating experience for me. So if you guys are needing a little bit of help, wanting an ear to listen to, some support, some information, just feeling a little isolated as a mom or just simply want to chat, download the app for free today. Head to peanut.app.link slash with wit or find it in your app store. That's peanut.app.link slash with wit or find it in your app store. Download the app for free today. And now back to our chat. How do you feel? I feel better. I mean, I, I know that I have been enabling this behavior for sure. And I don't, I don't really even feel bad about it. Like <laughs> I, and you shouldn't. I, yeah, I, but I, I, I'm ready to take charge because it's frustrating and we're exhausted and I don't want him to be a brat. Yeah. It also sort of like carries over into other behavior mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. at school his teachers are telling us that like he says no all the time and that's because he's used to like negotiating everything with us and it's like we have to put our foot down in this I, like when we when we sleep trained him as a baby like he like listened to what we told him in other realms more because he knew that we we're going to stick to our word. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he also wasn't talking. So it was easy for us to just deal with crying as opposed to him, like calling for us and manipulating us and, you know, all that stuff. No, honestly, too, guys, like that behavior is stems from the uncertainty of not knowing what's happening next. So when you're giving him that control, and I know you're not purposely doing it, but when you're giving him that control, he doesn't know they want that control, but they feel more unsure and that's where we tend to see the behavioral outburst because they don't know what's the, the next step because now suddenly they're driving the car so when you guys are driving the car and you guys are in control and there's that that consistency and routine and that consistency and in, in follow through and consequence like he's at that age where now consequences need to happen um just like no you don't want to read the book okay you're going to bed and there's no you know, it's just, boom, he's in bed. That's when the behavior is going to start. Uh, you're going to see less of the behavior because now he's going to understand what the expectations are. Okay. Right? Yeah. The only other thing I was thinking about was like, we try and eat dinner with him at six o'clock and it's kind of, it can be hard because like, even at six, we're yeah. not ready to eat. So like, I, I imagine it's going to get a little bit harder. Like how important is it for us to all eat together at this stage versus the importance of his sleep? Like I know right. no one's going to say like everyone's going to say that it is important for us all to eat together and sit down and have that family time. But realistically, like at 530, like Whitney is still working and, and you know, all this stuff. So I mean, here's the thing, you know, you guys have to do what works best for you guys and what you guys want to do at the end of the day. You know, maybe you guys can still all sit down together, but you guys don't eat yet. Yeah, you can do that. Can do that. So you're still sitting together and having that family time. I would prefer, I, I just, I'm just recommending moving that, that dinner time up just because there's just so much going on, right? With, and he's fighting you a lot on it. Once things are starting to get a bit easier and he's starting to understand, okay, bedtime is bedtime. You know, your bedtime routine is better. Everything is going well. He's eating better too. Like he's eating when you're telling him to eat, then maybe you can shift it back down to six. But right now I would keep it at five 30. If you can't eat quite yet, Maybe you can still sit down yeah, with them so you're still with them. And then you guys can have a nice peaceful dinner once, you know, we put him down. Yeah. 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 Okay. Whitney's like, Whitney's been putting him down. I walk out of his room at 
7.45 and Whitney comes out at 8.11 and like we're ready for bed at that point. I'm not blaming you no, so much as I'm I, saying no. is it's, it's I know. your fault. <laughs> I know, I know. I, I sometimes You're too I nice. In my head. It's not that I'm too nice. I just think like I have such a nice time with him and he tells me things during that time right, that, that I worth it. don't yeah. have the other, there's no other opportunity where Sonny really sits with me and talks to me because during the day, he's just like a wild child. Like he's ne- he never he's never he never wants to just like sit in the chair and chat with me. He so, doesn't cuddle except for this. Yeah, point. So, so it's I, super valuable. It's like bonding right. time for me too because but you can still have yeah, that time with him. Yeah, like I don't want you. To, I don't want you guys to walk away with me thinking that I'm telling you to not do that. So just need to start earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. With the, instead of three books, just do one book and then have that one. Totally. Time. So it's just simplify things a bit so you still can get that time in. Yeah. Totally. Right. Yeah. Plus, yeah. You, like you and Ophelia know that like I'll be the bad guy and so you guys can be the good guy all the time. I don't consciously make that decision, but I just like, know. Mm. Timmy will get him to sleep. I, so I I'm don't gonna c- soak up the. With the parents, there's always the one bad guy, and it's just how. It right, and I yeah. just you know we're doing a podcast, and hopefully we're speaking to both of those parents. We're probably just speaking to one of them, who's like the Whitney, and I'm just letting you know, like what you're doing <laughs> is messed up. Don't make your other partner the bad guy. Yeah, that's true. You both have to be the bad guy. Yeah, good cop, bad cop doesn't always work with a toddler. No, you there's like there's yeah. no gray with toddlers. Yeah. It's black or white. Yeah. You have to just choose a side and stick to yeah. it and be consistent. I think, with if, it, I think sure. if we're both bad cop in the short term, then we both reap the benefits of getting to be like good cop when he's on like a kick ass schedule. Mm-hmm. And like if if we're building into that schedule 20 minutes of cute in the chair talking time, like if he gets that schedule down then like maybe I get some of that time yeah because right now my relationship with Sonny I feel like isn't as good as Whitney's because I'm the one who's always being like no 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 like like we have to go to sleep and like everyone's looking at me like I'm the bad cop because I am and like it's just not that's not fair it's not a a good position for for me yeah and I'm missing out on that time and I feel like I'm start like setting up a relationship with Sonny where like I'm just going to be the heavy the disciplinary. at all times. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like, I want to reap the benefits of the cute times too. Totally. That's fair. And you won't. Like, you won't. Don't think that you're going to, this is kind of setting up your relationship with them. Like, you won't. Trust me. I mean, I have a nine-year-old son right now. And it's, even with my girls, like, it's, you know, they all, there's always one favorite parent. Right. Just like, there's always kind of one favorite child sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so have I set it up? Like, am I the bad guy for life? No, 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 no You're no, not. No, no. You're, you guys are going to take turns with that, right? Because you may never be on the same page entirely with that. It's the same with my husband. Sometimes I'm good cop. Sometimes he's bad cop. And it, it changes. And it changes with whatever the situation is. Yeah. Right. You know, when it comes to schoolwork, he's the bad cop. I'm a bit more lax with that. When it comes to obviously sleeping and eating and all the you know, the growth and development stuff. I'm the bad guy. He's the good cop. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, it's different things. Right. Right. Well, I pledge to take like the things that you're serious about, the bad cop things that you're serious about seriously Mm -hmm. so that you're not the bad cop in your things that you find important. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you'll do the same. I pledge there the same you for you. Okay, great. And then we can both be bad cop and good cop at the same time. You guys, this was such a nice thing to witness. Tell everybody where they can find you. They can find me at goodnightsleepsafe.com. Uh, we actually have new programs out right now. We have a new uh, DIY newborn and baby sleep program and a new signature baby program. So you can check that out there. You can follow me on Instagram at GN Sleep Site. And I also have a podcast, This Girl Loves Sleep. And you can check that out too. 
for anyone who is new to Alana, like she has been advising us on sunny sleep from day one. And if you're a new parent out there, like, you know, you get a lot of advice from a lot of different people. And like, we've always said that the number one, always been right, always the most impactful and helpful advice we've ever gotten is from Alana. So like, if you're wondering if like, this is the expert on sleep, we fully like guaranteed that she is. You're the sweetest. I love you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney Eve Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.